It was like 30 seconds. <laughs> Sports and stuff. Coming to you live from the 410, as seen on the video. Bourbon glass matches the shirt. In orange. Always does, brother. Always. Orange and green. Sports and stuff. See us on our logo, top right corner. Got it in the background. Got Ryan and Will talking about Saturday morning slash early afternoon NCAA March Madness. Not at all March Madness. Why did I just say that? <laughs> it's all good. It's always March Madness in my heart. Anyway. All right. Will, what are we feeling? Early games tomorrow or today, depending on when this comes out. Early, early games. I have one going against the 410, going against Towson. Uh, and if you can still grab a minus one and a half, I think probably going to be up to minus two and a half uh, when the video comes out. But yeah, against the 410. And then I, I know I agree with uh, you guys on basically everything else. So I think I'm pretty much going to stop there. But uh, I'll just introduce that we all are also big believers in Duke this week. Uh, money line plus one and a half, plus two and a half. However you not, can get him, you should go get him. You're not going to ever probably hear that sentence come out of a Marylander's mouth ever again. No. But no. You, you have to but, back Duke in this one. Like, they, it's just sad that they don't play anymore. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that used to be really fun. Um, I don't really think like Maryland has a rival in the Big Ten like that. They still don't belong in the Big Ten. None of the Big Ten schools think that them and Rutgers even belong in the Big Ten. Maryland yeah. and Rutgers. Yeah, Maryland should be in the ACC. Yeah. It just it feels right. Ryan, money line? Are you going money line too? Am I going to convince you money to do money line, line like Will? Or are we well, just going to take um, the take the uh, plus two and a half? Well, I guess I mean this is Duke at Wake Forest, so I know um. With Duke being the underdog, I kind of want to take the money line, but I'm probably going to place a bigger bet on the plus one and a half if you can still get it. Um, I guess if it goes up to plus two and a half, I might. Do you, do you think it's going up? Because, yeah. yeah, I mean, if it's going up, I'm probably going to jump on the plus two and a half. But another oh. play I like in this yeah. game is probably under uh, 152 and a half, if that's still the total. I saw it going up at some books, so I'm going to wait until closer to game time to see if that number possibly creeps up to plus three. But probably not. But I'd be patient if I were you because people really like Wake Forest at home here. So that's why that number is going to keep going up for Duke. I know Duke and Wake Forest have definitely had some high-scoring games before, but I know the last two meetings didn't even go over 150. So, I mean, I'm definitely liking the underplay in this game. So, right now, they got it at 152.5. It may rise. Um, definitely got to see what happens overnight here. Yeah, I, I, we all agree on Duke. I might I might hedge my bets, Will, and do both. I might take the uh, against the spread and do a money line. Yeah. 
Ryan had a good point. You had a good point. Like, if it gets up to three, like, why not see what it gets up to? Yeah. Also, the uh, over-under. Ryan might have convinced me there. I didn't realize that the history of these teams' defensive struggles. Plus, I mean, Duke does play at a slower pace. And um, I believe Wake Forest, I mean, they do have some really high-scoring games, and then they have some not-so-high-scoring games. It definitely depends who they play defensively. But I would definitely say that Duke's going to probably try to control the tempo more, so they're probably going to try to play at a little slower pace to try to control the game when they get that little outburst to try to get up on them. I mean, yeah, especially when I took Miami, I thought Miami was going to uh, keep the game close, and then Duke just blew the doors off them. So I don't really see much of a change. Um, Miami has a little bit more of a fast pace play to them, which why I thought Miami was going to beat, or at least keep the game close with Duke, because Duke doesn't like to play fast. But Wake Forest kind of plays to whatever the um, other team's speed is. So they adapt, which is why the spread, which is A, their favorites, but B, the spread's pretty close. But Duke has the pedigree, and Duke has the... Uh, Ryan, I think you mentioned it to me before we recorded what Duke's eight and two in their last ten against Wake Forest or something like that. Yeah, they're eight and two, and that's just straight up. I I didn't go back to look at whatever the spreads were for all them games, but um. Yeah, to Will's point though, because the spread's so close, I I, I think it's free money taking them as underdogs, and then also even getting them on a money line a little more payout. So I'm probably gonna hedge my bets and just do take both there. So my game, I really like a lot. BYU just came off a massive victory beating Baylor by seven points. And now they're traveling to a Big 12 rival in Kansas State. Kansas State, what are they known for? Grittiness, toughness, physicality, defense. Baylor is a lot more finesse. Baylor likes to take a lot of threes. I can see this being a letdown game for Baylor. And Kansas State right now is plus five and a half. I mean, that's great value for a home team against a rival coming in. So I I would take Kansas State plus five and a half. I think that's a no-brainer to me. I don't see it going up. Honestly, I could see this coming down, this number coming down to like plus four and a half. I don't know if you guys disagree, but. I like Kansas State here. Yeah, I mean. It's going to be – this is another one that could possibly be an under as well. I don't know what the what the number is, but given oh the my. fact that Baylor lives and dies by that three and after just coming off an emotional high, Kansas State's going to be like, hey, don't forget about us, and we want to we wanna beat you on our home court. So we're going to be very physical with you, try to throw you off your spot. So, 147 and a half, sorry. Oh, okay. My bad. I know we were doing that. I didn't even know we Well, all the all the above. I mean, Kansas State, their their environment's pretty wild. Yeah. I remember, speaking of the 4-0, when UMBC went on their run, upset Virginia, and then they played close Kansas State. But Kansas State, I think, I think it was like 120 points or less total. Kansas State really shut UMBC down after UMBC put up 74 on UVA. 
I think they held them to like 53 points. Wow. So like they're those teams are always physically dominant and their defense is always suffocated. They remind me of like a poor man's version of Houston. Because Houston, obviously, being an elite team that they are, that's gonna be a fun game. Houston, um the new that Houston ba- Houston Baylor, right? Yeah, Houston Baylor. I'm staying away from that game. I don't I can't really get a read on that one, but I think it's just gonna be a fun game to watch. And I think Baylor's going to be kind of annoyed okay. the fact that they blew it to BYU. Is it Houston at Baylor? Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah it's Houston yeah. at Baylor. That, that's what's fun to watch about Houston, though, because they they always are double-teaming people. Every time someone's on the ball, double-team, force turnovers, and they, that makes up for a lot of their offensive inefficiencies. That's why they're ranked as high as they are and probably are always going to be with that head coach. Any any concluding thoughts? I guess I got teasers one. for next episode. I got one more uh, game real quick we could give out for Saturday sure. tomorrow. Um, Cincinnati playing at TCU. I think when I looked, the line was minus five and a half. I think I saw it went down to minus five. You might be able to get that somewhere. But, I mean, I kind of like the minus five and a half TCU at home. Uh, last time these two teams played, Cincinnati had uh, actually won that game. TCU had lost by four, but they were playing in Cincinnati. So this is a definitely a pretty good revenge spot for TCU at home. Um, TCU's definitely been playing pretty dominant lately, so I'm probably going to roll with them at minus five and a half. Yeah. I mean, that's for how dominant they have been. I think five and a half is actually a pretty good number. I, I was gonna say if it's if it was over seven, I'd probably stay away from that. I mean, but if they were on the road, you can lean six and a half from it. But just TCU at home is—it just seems like a great spot because I've I've been on Cincinnati a few times and they let me down, so I'm on the other side now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would say lean six and a half, but play it, play it, play it at five and a half. So, all right, so stay tuned be launching this episode it'll be out uh, tonight february 23rd and tomorrow february 24th we're going to put out a preview of the late games for saturday so stay tuned for that like and subscribe to us on all the platforms follow us on all the podcasting platforms please we have a patreon you want to donate to help support the channel to help us grow here Please. We're back and better than ever on season three. Peace.